y'all <laughs> is that appropriate to scream on a podcast slash youtube video well yeah. i hope it is now y'all welcome back to the design of scale podcast slash if you're tuning into this on youtube we love and appreciate you as well make sure that you comment underneath this video with any aha moments any massive breakthroughs but uh myself and Chantal. And myself, Chantal. <laughs> this is like the most awkward intro ever, but we're really excited to be uh, recommitting to this podcast experience, showing up here with a new episode for y'all every week, likely on Wednesdays, every single week, which is going to be bomb.com. Yeah. And just to let you guys know that this was already recorded, meant to be like this <laughs> gorgeous, really nice, well-edited YouTube video and we had the conversation yesterday like is that even us and the answer was like no so here we are this is very unfiltered very raw conversations this is what we want we're aiming to do is have these conversations once a week and share them with you guys yeah and those conversations like the whole point of all of them is to help you help more people make more money and do it in way less time than you ever dream possible. I feel like I've been fucking saying this on the internet. Also, Sailor Mouth, both of us. Um, yeah. Like three years, two, three years now, which is insane. And I still feel like people are like, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'll be. <laughs> oh, you do that? I had no idea you did no that. Clear. I All literally I see it every, every single day. So Oh, I do. <laughs> Today, we're going to be breaking down for you guys the 10 core lessons in no particular order that we really learned from running one program or signature offer designed to scale and turning that into over $450,000 cash, over 100 people helped, and doing that in just over a year's time. So, I know a lot of y'all want to help more people. You'll want to make more money. And these are 10 serious freaking lessons that can help you guys do this even faster. So long as you actually implement what you're learning. So again, if you're on YouTube, let us know below what you're actually going to implement from this. And if you're listening on the podcast, go ahead and DM us. What is your action step after listening to this? Yeah. Love it. And you know, we are so happy to have these conversations because we know, like, there's so many times Corlin and I are talking all the time. We're like, man, this should be recorded because this is, people don't see the back end. You guys see the highlight reels, you see the celebrations, you see all of the things, but you don't actually see the deep dive conversations that we have to get to these levels, to get to the next level, to make the changes, to make the big leaps. And so, if we can by any means make this more real for you, right? As opposed to everything just being perfectly polished and making it seem like everything is just so good all the time and everything is great. Like not everything is neutral. You're going to learn this in our world, but the more that we can have these honest and open conversations with you, it, I think it just helps to be able to see that like, we're just real people behind this business that are just doing the things. And speaking of real people doing the things, I want to make sure that we kick off each episode with some fun little celebrations to show y'all what's actually possible. I feel like I'm going to talk with my hands. <laughs> oh my God. Nobody try and read my palms. Okay. There's no fucking voodoo in my palms. I promise you. Um, but <laughs> there are so many things to celebrate and, you know, celebration really comes into our business because it helps us show you guys what's possible. And when you're in business, like, I feel like everything feels like a failure, even the wins. So <laughs> it's really, it's really important to take a pause and be like, well, no, that was legitimately a win. So I want to share some wins from real life human beings who are doing the dang thing inside our communities to show y'all what's possible. Chantal, do you have one that comes to mind that you're just like, Whoa. It's not an one that comes to mind. I just want to kind of like reiterate the example that you just said, like how many times have you actually done something and you followed it up with, yeah, but I didn't do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. yeah but it, 
oh my God, that was so awesome. Yeah. But I could have done this, 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 right. And it's really like, we really just want to harness every single win. And it might be small. It might seem small at the smallest times, but like, these are huge because this is what builds and stacks over time. Like these wins, guys, it could be the smallest thing, but these wins stack over time. And by allowing yourself to feel into them, that's only what's going to allow you to get to that next level. If you can't celebrate that first thousand dollars, you're not going to be celebrating that $10,000, right? It's never going to come to fruition unless you're able to be so present and so grateful and so celebratory in the moment for what you currently have. So let's kick it off. Yeah. So the first one that I want to celebrate is like one of our absolutely fire overflow mastermind members and design to scale students. Like she got into design to scale. I don't even think she's really used the overflow mastermind to like expansion for like <laughs> those of you who are like, my people aren't showing up. Like maybe that's just because they're out there fucking crushing it. But she got in, she implemented design to scale. She had no systems in Kajabi. She just, and last month she had her first $21,000 month. So I just think that that is like an incredible testament to one, your people are always fucking crushing it behind the scenes, even when they're not showing up or you think they're not showing up the way you want them to. Yeah. And systems literally elevate your business. And so, oh ways. man. And I kept telling Corlin, like, I need to get like, the way this mastermind is set up is we do one kickoff call is a strategy call. The strategy calls with me. And then like the time freedom, the mindset is with Corlin afterwards. And then we also have like a group mastermind, right? <laughs> I was like, who is this woman? Like she's been, <laughs> she's been in our mastermind. I have no idea who she is. Like, I cannot wait to get on this strategy call with her. Right. So I get on this strategy call with her and we're going through everything. And then I start looking at the systems she's implemented. I'm like, holy shit. Like, You've gone into a program that we have given you as part of this thing and you've implemented everything. Like it was our sales page templates. It was our automation templates. It was our email templates. And I was like, you're doing the work. So it's just remember, just because people aren't rah, rah in your community or like leaning on support doesn't mean that all the work that you have done in your programs, which are meant to support people. Sometimes we think like, oh, people aren't showing up for the calls, but it's like maybe the content in the program that we have given them is so bomb. <laughs> they don't need the support, right? Yeah, crushed it. 21K last month. And just her confidence, she just needed, you know, people are at so many different levels. She just needed a little bit of structure and strategy and she rolled with, she like, she ran with it. She ran and it was beautiful. Okay. Very, very beautiful. So yeah. celebrating her. So possible for y'all. Um, let's just dive into this. We want to just dive in. Yeah. Why not? 10 lessons we learned generating $450,000 in just over a year with one online program and no launching. Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. So, which means for those of you who are like, well, what do you mean? I saw you guys launch a bunch of things. Our pro the program was open all year long. Yes. We did certain things. We're going to pop into that, but it was open all year long. Yep. There was no open cart, closed cart. There is no, none of that shit. Open all year long. You reached out to us on any day of the year. You could have joined this dang program. Why? There's a post on my Instagram about it. Please go read it. Um, okay. Number one. <laughs> just bring in the sass today, folks. We just bring in the sass. The, okay. The very first thing that I really took away from this whole, like selling the whole one program for the entire year was the importance of the relationship you establish with like the first few people in your business. Like I truly believe that a lot of us kind of go out into the world and we start our Instagrams and we start our TikToks and we have this idea of like, I want to be the authority. Like I want to be the person in my industry who's known for like business strategy or whatever. And I really didn't, I don't know about you, Chantal, but I really didn't focus on being like the person out of all the people. I really focused on being like the person for like a few people. And so when the first time we ever launched Design to Scale, we had 11 people come into that first ever launch period, launch process, whatever you want to call it. And my only mission in that time was to go as deep as humanly possible with those 11 people as I could versus trying to like serve a hundred people on Instagram. I was like, Let's go deep with these few people. And then the width will come naturally over time. I will 
attract more and more people over time. Um, and so it's not about having, you know, a, a massive audience or like a, a crap ton of human beings in your space or like 5,000 followers or 20 people signing up. It's about how can you make the absolute most out of the people who you do know right now? And how can you go as deep as possible with those people? Um, it's just like, it's just like a tree, like the deeper the roots, the taller the tree, right? And it's the same, like the stronger you can connect with those people in the beginning, the easier it's going to be for you to grow and expand up higher as you go throughout the year. Yeah, you're really building a foundation with those people. I think what happens and the culture that we see a lot of times is like, okay, I got the 12 people in, like now I got to get the next 12. And we're focusing on the next as opposed to serving so deeply what we currently have. And it's not to say that you can't make sales during that time because sales did come through that time. But what's happening when you're going deep with this community is like, not only are you serving them so completely, but you're learning so much about your business and the people in your business at that time that it becomes so much easier to sell and market and to speak to people online afterwards, you're like, yeah, I get it. And I can 100% help you, right? Like, I understand where you're coming through. This is how we got through with, with it with X, Y, and Z with yeah. this person, right? And so really understanding those people and giving them their all because your community and, and <clears throat> anybody who's listening to this, who's part of our community knows, like we have the most amazing community. And we're not just saying that, but we have like in any container that we have the most supportive generous, outgoing, loving, like just such a beautiful community. And that's intentional. Yeah. That's intentional. So yeah, your relationship with your community is everything because at the end of the day, your community will build and grow with you. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, if any of you are like, well, how do I go deep? Like, how do I go deep with people? It's honestly just by being a fucking human being. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous and it sounds so simple, but honestly, like we're all trying to be, or I find we're all trying to be these, like these perfect people on the internet. And like, you're not relatable when you're perfect. Like when you're like me and your hair, like always looks good. Like people are like, what the fuck? Like, why is your hair always look like that? It's not relatable. Nobody can relate to like waking up out of bed. My hair doesn't look like this naturally. I make it look like this. I put in that effort, right? So it's like, but how can you show this is pretty natural right now? Just so you know, this, this yeah, looks great here. <laughs> like, how can you show your humanness, right? So some days like I show up and my hair's not a and that shows people that like, I'm not some weird fucking person. <laughs> I don't just wake up like this, right? But like, how can you show your humanness? How can you show that you're like feeling things, you're going through it, you're not perfect. That's where you create that depth and that connection and that relationship because people will actually start to be able to relate to who you are as a person. And nobody wants to learn from perfect people because- I mean, I've been through some stuff, Chantal, I know you've been through some stuff and like, you're, you're a freaking business owner. You're owning a business. You're growing a business. Like you're going to go through challenging moments. Like you want to learn from people who have gone through that already and can support you in coming through it. So the way to go deep with people instead of wide is just to allow yourself to be human with the people who do show up every single day and they will grow your business for you. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it just builds connection, right? Like we, listen, we, we work in the online space and we may have, and I, for those of you who are listening on the podcast, I'm doing air quotes. We may have connections with people on social media, but like, do we really, like, do we really, because like we can say and do whatever we want online, but if I'm then like turning off my camera and I'm sitting in a dark room and I'm hating my life, like, that is not, that is not connecting with people. And so like we crave connection, even though we're like connecting with people online all the time, there's that deeper level of connecting with someone, of knowing them, of knowing what makes them thrive, of knowing what like ticks them off. There's just like this level of like, when you get to that point, you feel like you're a part of someone's world. And when you feel like you're a part of someone's world, you're so much more invested. I know I am. 100%. Same. Yeah. yeah. Same. So number one, that was number one. Number one. Number, number two. two. This one's huge. 
This one is huge. Okay. So when it comes to offers, products, services, things that you sell, things that you sell, contrary to many popular opinions, ours is less is really more. Okay. We are not of the belief of throwing out a new offer every week, every month, all the time. And like, just burning yourself out trying to keep up. I don't know that you, anybody really knows, like we see people doing it like, oh my God, this new offer. Oh my God, this person's doing all these things and they're making like so much money. We don't see what's going on in the back end. Corlin and I have worked with these people. <laughs> we know it is not fun in the back end. It may look like all these things are popping off, but like, I can assure you that that is the quickest way to burn out. And there's so much more to this. Like we're going to riff on this, but like less is really more when it comes to your offers. That doesn't mean that like you're beating a dead horse with something that's not working. If something's not working, obviously we need to look at it. But when you find something that's working for you, you're selling it. Why fix something that's not broken? Yeah. And I think, I think you said that like so perfectly. There's a time and a place for testing very rigorously and putting out a new offer and putting out a new webinar, putting out a new course and putting out a new one-on-one package and really, truly trying and trying all the things. And like, as this industry likes to say, like throwing shit at the wall, throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks, like there is a time and a place for that in your business. And if I look at like, and I know Chantal, you're the same. Like if I look at my first year as an agency owner, like I did everything, everything that came my way. I was like, yes, I can do that. You need SEO. I got you, you want a website. I got you. You need a funnel hundred percent. I got you. Want you me to do this? Instagram? Got it. On Instagram. I got it. Email marketing. Got it. Like literally course portals. Got it. I said yes to absolutely everything, but where this lent me to was exhaustion, was burnout, was like not being fulfilled or excited by my business. And I wish, I wish that I had hired, um, Sunny Leonard Doozy, one of my mentors. She always says that every single offer you create in your business is like starting a brand new business because it requires different marketing. It requires a different audience, requires different human beings to actually get a different outcome. And that just stuck with me so freaking much. And looking back, I wish I only said yes in that agency model of my business. I wish I only said yes for like five months instead of 12 of them, because after five months, like I knew what was working and I knew what wasn't, I knew who I wanted to work with and I know who I did it, but that scarcity really stopped me from allowing myself to go. I just want to build websites or I just want to build course portals. And so I think you're really right. Like there's a time and a place for that, but when you find the thing that works, like don't freaking change it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's so hard as business owners because we want everything to be new and to be shiny and to be exciting. And sometimes business is really freaking boring. And I think we have to be okay with that. <laughs> that's when you just hop on a call with us. I'll do a little dance for you. Like we'll, we'll spice it up a little, but like, yeah. no, Corlin is so right. Like And I was the same. I mean, her and I used to spend anybody who's been with us for a while, you guys know, like we were work, we still are workhorses, but like we were working at Corlin and I would get on zoom at six o'clock at night and do another eight hour shift. And we weren't even like doing like work together at this point in time. Like we were just doing our own work. When I'm talking about that connection piece, like we really found a connection within one another in our businesses, which was great. But like, we would do another eight hour shift at 6 PM at night. Like people were just like getting ready for dinner and we're like getting ready to do like another eight hour shift of work because we just kept saying yes. And we kept doing all the things and we were just like really exhausted. And, And this can be for anyone who's like, you know, we're talking about agency work. So a lot of it was done for you, but this relates so well to coaches, anyone who's doing service based stuff, anybody who's is, a service provider, right? Anybody who's doing done for you work, you know what works. And 
you need to harness into that, right? Saying yes to everything else out of that scarcity mindset, like, because I needed to say yes to everything else to start to make another level. Like we were celebrating making stupid amounts of money in our business, but I was working 18 hours a day. That's not a celebration. <laughs> like, not- you literally don't leave your desk is not fun. Oh yeah. Like I would, I remember I would have a, my coffee press. Yeah. At your desk. Yeah. Like the coffee press and my creamer at my desk. I'd like, sure. Right. Let's get into it. Yeah. Clock at night. Yeah. And I think, you know, so what does that mean? Right. Like less really is more, well, we made the decision to kind of pivot and switch gears, um, into just selling design to scale that one program for the entire year, which we did from January to December of last year. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of pros and there's a lot of cons to this. The pros are that you get really, really clear on who you're talking to and you get really, really clear on what your message is, what you're doing, who you're helping and what they need support with. And creating content actually becomes so easy because you're so unbelievably dialed into your person and what they need and what they want and where they are and where they're going. On the flip side, though, you don't always have that like excited energy to kind of show up and sell. Sometimes like when we're launching and I hate the word launch, but we're in sales mode, like we kind of we have this urgency because there's only four days and there's this kind of hype and there's this excitement. And that kind of goes away when you're selling the same thing every single day for an entire year. So you have to find and look for the excitement. But I promise you that it is there. And more often than not, I think the biggest thing that really came from selling one thing for the entire year is I really realized that when you're selling a different thing every single month, it's really easy to focus on like having the right slides and having the right webinar and like having the right sales page and getting the content right and like all of these fun things. But when I, when we sold the same thing for an entire year, it became really clear to me that I sold my best when I wasn't trying to sell, but when I was just like living my life. So when I was going for a walk and I would share that because people wanted to have the time freedom to go to a walk and they couldn't do that in their existing businesses. Um, you know, seeing my income double while my time declined, like showing that, sharing that and sales became less about like doing the things and having the right slides. And more so about just like living my fucking life and relating that back to the offer as much as I possibly could. And sales became so much easier in that way. And so selling something for an entire year allowed me to really step back from like all of the marketing trash that people tell us is required in this space and allowed us to really see that sales is less about having all the things and doing all the things and more about being the outcome that your people actually want. Um, and it, it can be challenging now that we have two programs. I'm going to make this, I'm going to say this very bluntly. Now that we have two programs with two very different outcomes, it, it is challenging to sell two things to two different types of people at the same time. Does that mean it's not possible? No, we've done it. We had over 70 people enroll but it's not the easiest thing in the world to do and to navigate. And we have a lot of experience in this space. So yeah, looking back in hindsight, would I have launched money and momentum 110% I would have, but I, we probably would have done it a little bit differently. And I might've considered a couple of different things before we, before we did it, because every program, every offer that you create really is a whole new freaking business. And I think we're still feeling the tail end of money and momentum because like our programs are not just like, oh, we're just going to throw some shit together and try to make money. Like we really are intentional with everything that we do. It is an experience. People do feel that experience, regardless if you're doing it live with us or you're coming in when it's like evergreen and you're just popping into the community and the support. But I think we're still feeling that like, shit, that was a lot. It was a lot, right? Like that was a lot. And I think we're still feeling that, but now it's like, now it's really navigating. How does this look? Cause now we have two staple foundations in our business. And what Corlin is saying is like, there's two totally different people that we're speaking to now. And it's totally cool. But if I'm someone who's starting out 
And I'm like, Hey, listen, I hated the nine to five, or I hated all of this stuff. And I want to work less. If I'm creating a new program every month, every other month, I'm doing more, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm doing more. And I really want you to ask yourself, like, do you want to do more or do you want to focus on what works and make it better? And that's when we're really talking about when it comes to like offers, less is more is like, instead of just revamping and thinking you need something new every two weeks, every two months to like make a name for yourself or do whatever, like, how can we make what I currently have better and like really start enjoying my business as opposed to making more work for myself (laughs) in my business? Yeah. All right. Let's keep going. Number three. Number three, y'all, this one, and it's crazy. I love this one because you and I, well, especially, I know that was a big part of my agency was this, Yeah. but like, I cannot begin to freaking stress how important this one is getting the right funnel takes way more freaking time than anyone tells you. It is not a let's get it popping in 30 days type of thing. It's really not. And I think there are a lot of people who sell that online, you know, who are like, oh, in fact, we have worked with many, many people and it breaks my heart who have joined programs like, I won't put names out there, but who have joined containers, have spent five to 10,000 to join these containers. They've been told, you know, we're going to build your funnel. We're going to create your sales page, your webinar, your opt-in, your course, and then we're going to sell it. We're going to pump ads into it and everything's just going to be hunky-dory. You're going to be a millionaire by the fucking morning. And y'all let me tell you, this is not how it works. This is truly not how it works. Creating a course before you sell it one, that's not what this point is about, but it's the worst possible thing that you will ever do in your business. I would hundred percent stand by that. But number two, like if you have no client interaction with people, you don't know what their language is, what their pain points are, what they're going through, what their struggles are. You haven't talked to people, your first sales page, will it work? Yes. Can it work? Yes. Have I seen it work? The very first version of a sales page sell 110%. However, they're usually very hot or warm clients or community members, meaning they know you, they like you, they trust you. They're ready to buy whatever the fuck you put out there. And the moment you pump cold traffic in there, meaning people who don't know you, maybe they've only followed you for a day or two, your results are going to go downhill. And that's why we built our entire business organically without ads, um, because these funnels are, you really do need to tweak them. And just to give this context, we ran, so we did not launch the program last year. Again, it was open all year round, but we, the whole purpose of the year was to figure out how we could automate this to potentially put cold traffic through it, to potentially have those sales come through in non-warm leads, not direct organic from Instagram. And so in order to do that, y'all, we literally ran a new webinar every single month. We ran nine different webinars last month just to see which one had the biggest impact, which one drove the most sales, which emails worked the best, yada, yada, yada. It is not a one and done thing. It's one of the reasons why Design to Scale as a program has one year access because the whole goal is that. Yes, you put the thing out, but then we refine it for a freaking year because that's genuinely what's required to get it converting above industry standard, which is like 2%. Yeah. Like 25%. Yeah. And I think people are talking or probably listening to this and be like, what a whole year, but let me break it. Let's remember in the whole year of testing what works, seeing what works, refining it. There was $450,000 of revenue that came into the business. We got paid to test as opposed to dishing money and time out to make money come in, to, to lean on something that we don't know is going to work to come in, as opposed to creating something, finessing it, knowing what works, knowing what doesn't, knowing what people are clicking on, knowing what language people are liking. And then 
adding systems to it, adding dollars, add dollars. We haven't even started ads yet, right? But when we found the one, we're like, this is it. Like, this has gone really well. We found it. We ran it two more times. It wasn't just like, oh yeah, this was the best one. We're doing it again. We ran it two more times. Two more times, right? We finessed that strategy from A B to Z. We know it. We looked at all the data. We looked at all the emails. We looked at all the content. How do we make it better? How do we tweak it this time? It wasn't just slap it all together. It was okay. Like let's, this was really good. I think this was missing. Let's, let's go back and, and try it this way. Okay. You know what? It actually worked better the first time around. Let's go back to that one. And we don't know guys, you don't know unless you test right? Like we can think like I can, you know, I've taken the programs, build this funnel in 30 days. You can take 30 days and build this freaking thing and not have ever put any sales through it and just fucking hope that it works. And you might be one of the lucky ones where it takes off. You might just be right. But the reality is, and this is, this is so important. If you do not have a proven offer, meaning you know how to sell it and not just to hot people. Like, you know how to sell to people who have never found you before who have gotten on a conversation with you. You're getting people transformation results. You know what they're looking for. You know how this serves your community so freaking deeply. You have testimonials. You got testimonials. Making a funnel should be the last thing you're thinking of doing. We're all like the vibe around here is like getting paid to build your business, not paying to build your business. Like, no, sorry. No, absolutely not. This is how all right. Yeah. My mouse died. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll keep reading then. Plug in the mousey mouse. Number four. Number four. That's a number four. If you do not make it clear from the beginning where people can get support from you, this is important, right? Like we're running programs and we just, we're doing all the things. And then all of a sudden our Instagram is popping off with people in our program asking us questions. Our Facebook messages, our emails are going off. People found our fucking phone number and they're texting us. Yep. (laughs) Right? And we've been through it because like, especially in the beginning, you're like, oh my God, I just want to serve my people so well. Like you're into it. But the reality is if you do yeah, not make it clear from the beginning, yeah, been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, sold the t-shirt, bought it again. And now like it's in the trash. I dyed it, wore it again. <laughs> I dyed it, wore it again, shrunk it, cut the sleeves off, <laughs> tried to make it look different. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this one is huge. So, you know, one of the biggest things that I hear, and this is like such a putting the cart before the horse question. And if those, if you guys don't know what that means, look at them. Anyways, you will in a second. But this is a cart before the horse question because a lot of people come to me and they're like, I'm so terrified. Chantal and I hear this all the time. I'm so freaking terrified for my business to grow because I don't want to not be able to provide the same level of support that I provide now when my business is small. And I'm saying that in air quotes for those of you guys on the podcast. And so this thought process is I'm going to limit my own growth, right? I'm going to stop myself from growing. I'm going to stop myself from taking on new clients out of fear that one, the clients that I do have already take a lot of time. So in order for my business to grow, it's going to take me more time, which is complete and total BS. And then the other piece is if my business does grow, the quality of my support is going to change. And the only way to ensure that this does not happen in your freaking business is called boundaries. (laughs) What? And I know we hate that word. I know we're tired of hearing that word. I know some of you are going to turn this off right now because that's, you know, you know, it's what you need and you refuse to do it. It's fine. I've been there. I was you last year. I get it. I got it. You're a service-based business owner. You have a massive heart and you're helping nobody when you have no fucking boundaries. Okay. Mm -hmm. If your people 
do not know where to get support from you, if they do not know how to get support from you, if they do not know when they can expect an answer from you, not only is your nervous system going to freak out because you think you have to be on all the time, checking all the places at all the times of the day, but their nervous system freaks out as well because they sent you an email and they sent you a DM and they message in the Facebook group and all of the other places. And they're just like, when, when is she going to answer me? When is she going to answer me? And so the quality of the experience goes down. If you say from the beginning, very, very clearly, if you want my support, I'm in this Facebook group once a day between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. or I'm in this Voxer chat once a day from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., you're welcome to reach out to me in the Facebook group or in Voxer only. Let's just say those are your two places. It's very, very clear how to get support from you. That means that if someone reaches out in your DMs, who's a paying client on Instagram with a question... You say to them, I absolutely love this question. Please go ask it in the Facebook group so that we can help as many people as possible. Because the other benefit of putting these boundaries in place in the beginning is that, for example, let's just say you are running a group program and you want people funneling their questions into a Facebook group or into a boxer chat. The benefit of that is that the other people in the community who maybe don't know what to ask or don't know what to yeah, I guess what to ask, start to see those questions and start to see the answers come through and they start to gain insights that they didn't know they needed. And so that ripple effect, you taking the time to answer that question actually impacts and has the potential to impact so many more people than just that one human being. And so that's why the community piece is important, but more so the boundary piece is important as well because it gives you the freedom to step back and step away from your business and know that your people can fucking handle themselves. And two, it gives your people clarity on when you're going to be present and when you're going to show up. And that allows the nervous system to chill the F out. Yeah. And we've had so many people say to us, like, oh, my groups are not active. We're like, okay, tell us about your groups. How do you support the people? And they're like, oh, you know, like, I'm messaging them here. They're asking me questions in Instagram. I'm, I'm messaging them here. I'm responding to like, no wonder people are not going to like, if you're trying to build a community aspect, treating someone like they're a one-on-one client, why would they come to this community for support? Right. And so it becomes really stressful. Like when you're at a point in your business where you're scared to look at your DMS and for us, there's a lot of sales in our DMS, but when you're scared to look at your DMS, because you're like, I just don't have the bandwidth to like answer all these questions right now. And I'm going to tell you, you may even have these boundaries set in place, but some people don't understand it, right? Like some people may be new to this world, maybe new to understanding all this stuff. And it's really hard as a business owner to say, Hey, listen, this is actually what's up. Like, I'm not going to answer this here. If you want support, you can go here X, Y, and Z. But the faster you get comfortable and there's no hard feelings, it's neutral, right? Like we think like, oh my God, if I do that, this person is going to leave. If someone is in your community and is not willing to respect your boundaries, they're not your, like they should, like you shouldn't be scared to lose that person, but it's actually the opposite thing that happens. There's this respect that happens, right? A mutual respect. Hey, listen, I'm going to respect your time. You're going to respect mine. You know, you don't book, you don't book uh, an appointment with a doctor or specialist and then start calling them off the hook and be like, hey, uh, before the call, can we uh, do this? Or, hey, uh, can you make sure like, it's just not going to happen. Right. And they have secretaries and stuff like that to filter and funnel all that. But we don't like we're most likely the one that's wearing all the hats right now. And that's totally cool. But like the faster you can be okay with saying, hey, this is how you get support. And this is what builds that community aspect too. And people start seeing that, Hey, I can come in here and ask these questions. It's brilliant. What happens? Yeah. And I think, I mean, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. And the only other thing that I want to say is like, I think one of the like common misconceptions a lot of people have about this industry is that like, we're just here to answer questions all day long, or we're like, just here to be available for people all day long. And like, you are not a slot machine. (laughs) you're not here for people to just pull the handle and like get an answer and maybe they get a prize or like a cherry like it is not your freaking job to provide your clients your community your people with entertainment or with hours at all hours of the day like you are not google 
Google exists, you can redirect them there. But like the sooner you allow yourself to implement boundaries, the sooner you will start to value your time, the sooner other people will value and respect your time as well. And the better results they're going to have because they're going to be less codependent on you for a transformation. And they're going to be able to actually advocate for themselves and do the work. And that is a great thing for you. We do not want people to need you. I think a lot of people think that in this space, I want to be needed. I've been there. I love being needed, but our goal is not to create people who need us. Our goal is to create independent fucking leaders who lead themselves. And so you, they can't do that if you're holding their hand and like answering their questions at all hours of the fucking day. So Stop it. You're not helping yourself. Put in some boundaries ASAP. And that's that. All right. Number five. Lesson number five. You're allowed to fucking change. Simple. Like you are allowed to change. You're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to change how your containers look. You're allowed to change how your support looks over time. You know, everything needs to be done within reason and everything needs to be done with intention. And, and we do everything very intentionally. We try to at the most, I mean, we're human, we mess things up. Some people are unhappy at times, but we will never, ever please everyone. We will never please anyone. Like we've had people ask us to run our business a specific way. And we're like, thank you for the feedback, but no. <laughs> hard hard thank no. you for the feedback but no but you know when you take a look like you want to make sure um that you are serving your community at the highest level and you know may seasons of life are very different it may look like some something at one point and it may look at like something in another point and that's totally okay but just like we talked about in the second one testing is everything like test everything out and and how we position change is everything like if yeah. you're if you're leaning into change and be like I'm really scared to tell you guys this but like this is what's going to happen people are gonna be like what the fuck why are you doing that you're like oh my god I knew it I knew it everyone's gonna be so mad at me <laughs> I think it goes back to the story, right? And the story usually, so even if you're like wanting to change the start date of a program, like, like let's say that you're, you know, mid launch of a program and you really want to push it back a week, or you're feeling really called to push it out two weeks, or you're in a live program and you're feeling like, man, I need a break. Like I need to not do this this week. Like I need to chill out and not put the program on the front line this week. Like the fear is like, oh, my people are going to be mad and they're going to be upset and they're going to hate me and they're going to want their money back and they're going to complain and they're going to, they're not going to get the transformation. And y'all, like I want to, well, in the past, I wanted to be loved so fully and respected so fully. And like, I wanted to give people my all, all the time. And so I was really afraid to make changes, you know, and I had a lot of those stories that I just shared. But what I learned over the course of making a lot of changes last year is that <laughs> your people want what's best for them. And your people also want what's best for the community. And they trust you as the leader to know what the fuck that is. And that is like, you are the leader in their eyes. You are the person who is the expert. And I'm using that in air quotes because I know most of us don't resonate with that word, but you really are the expert in their eyes. They've hired you. They've invested in you. And so even if someone does come out of the woodwork and is like, oh, you know, I don't agree with that. Or, you know, this isn't right. You can always just say like, you trusted me to be in this experience for a reason. Like, please allow me to do my work. Please allow me to do this. Please allow me to support you. Right. And so that was my biggest takeaway was like, I was so afraid that people were going to come out and say shit. And at the end of the day, like one, none of that happened because we were always super transparent where we made changes and said, not necessarily explain why, but just talked about it in a very open, natural way. You know, we're trying something new. If it doesn't work, we'll change it back. Like that's the truth. We were just like, Hey, look, we want to try something new. 
We love you guys. We think it's going to get you a better result. If it doesn't work, like we can always go backwards, right? We can always go back to the way that it was before. But at the end of the day, our community and your community is going to trust you and what you think is best and how you want to run your business. And if you're not lit up by it, or if you're not feeling it, they'll feel that too. So the number one thing that you can prioritize is what you desire. And sometimes that requires a whole lot of change. Yeah. And I mean, I think everyone is so scared of change sometimes like, oh my God, things are going so well. Like if I change this, like, what are people going to think? There's not going to be as much of this and that blah, blah, blah. But you know, I'll be totally honest with you because we believe in transparency. We were building a very codependent community. Like when I say like, oh, our community is the best, like we were not allowing our people to think for themselves. Like we were not allowing them to figure certain things out. Like, yes, we are here to support you, but it is not, we are here to hold your hand every step of the way. And we are like, that is just not a way to do it. Like, and the there's just, there's going to be that space when things do change, where there's like, there just needs to be a little bit of time. Like there's that space in time where there's just going to, everybody needs to get used to it. Right. And so we just say, Hey, listen, we are open to feedback, you know, doesn't mean that we are going to implement all the feedback, but we are very much open to feedback of how this is going, what we're doing. But when you're excited about change, people feel that. Yeah. Right. When you're excited, like you, there's so many different, this comes back to sales and marketing, but, and, and by no means am I trying to say that this is a way to manipulate people because it's not, but there's a, definitely a way to do this and a way not to do this. And so if you're looking for, you know, confirmation, or if you're looking for, what's the word that I'm looking for? Not confirmation, but validation from your community that this is okay. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> right. Hey guys, I'm going to do this. Do you think it's okay? Hey guys, we're going to implement these changes. How do you feel about that? Is, I have a question for you. Like, is it their business or is it yours? As opposed to, Hey guys, we're going to implement these changes. We know there's going to be a couple weeks where it's, there's going to be an integration period, but like, we're so excited about doing this couple reasons we're doing this X, Y, and Z. This has come up. I think it's going to serve you better. It's going to allow us to show up more powerfully. We're really excited about it. We're going to test it out for a bit. Any feedback is welcome, but like, honestly, I think this is going to be such a vibe for everyone. I mean, just listening to that, how did you feel? <laughs> and which one were you? Like, have you been the person that's like, oh my God, is this okay? Or are you the person that's like, no, like I'm standing in my truth. I'm standing in my power. This is where the boundaries come back in, right? Like boundaries are going to come back in at all places, but in like the level that gets you to where you are today, all the things that you've done to get you to where you are today is not going to be what you need to continue to do to get to the next levels. And that's okay. Yeah. Like that's 100% more than okay. More than okay. Yeah. And just like as an expander for this too, like this doesn't just apply to programs that you're currently running. This can apply to new things that you're launching and new things that you're selling. I literally watched a mentor who makes like, I think she's around 7 million a year, um, put out an offer, had like over a hundred people register for it and then fucking canceled it the day before it was supposed to happen and just refunded all the money. Like you're allowed to change your mind. Like it's totally fine to do that. We back in December had decided to run the design to sell challenge or January, sorry, for a low cost fee. So we would usually do this for free. We decided to roll with it for $7. And honestly, like two days in, I hated everything about it. I, I, hated everything about it. So despite having 11 people signed up, I went into Thrivecart, I refunded everybody and was like, it's free. Like, I don't want to do it like this. And so it's okay to change your mind halfway through things. In fact, that's usually where the secrets are. That's where the next steps are. That's where you're finding your own way through business because there really isn't a right way, right? And so even if you're taking a strategy, heck, maybe you're enrolled in Money Momentum or you're in Design to Scale and we're telling you to do something a certain way, it's okay for you to play with it. It's okay for you to change it up. Like, I don't really give a flying fuck if you follow our strategy to a T. Do I know that it works? Yeah, I know that it works, but it also really only works if you do it your way and put your own spin on it. 
if you do it, and I've seen y'all do this, blast and release. If you literally just take our language and take our posts and take, it's not going to work for you. It really does become about making it your own. So permission to change whatever you're being told and make it your own, because that's truly where you're going to find what you need to do to get to the next level. Okay. So no matter who you're talking to, no matter how high up this mentor is, like they don't know you, you do. And like, I'm saying that for myself. So guys, I feel like what (laughs) you're laughing so hard right now. Don't we always just say what's meant for us, but yeah. Yeah. We were going to tackle the 10 lessons, but I think we're going to cut it here because yeah, girls like the Zach and we're going to do part two next week. So we covered one through five today. We'll do six through 10 next week on the podcast. Um, on the pod on the pod and on the tube on the youtube if you're listening um don't forget guys to tag us on instagram or send us a dm let us know like what your takeaway was i know one of y'all had it i know a bunch of y'all had an aha moment in there and if you're in um youtube comment underneath this let us know if you have any additional questions and if this really spoke to you, like do us a solid and share it with a friend, share it share with, with friends, subscribe, spread the word. If you guys it. have any questions that you're like, oh my God, I would love to hear these girls riff on it, please. These are going to be unfiltered conversations. So, um, you know, it, it's our pleasure to do so. This is going to grow and evolve into something we've been wanting to do this for a while. We've tapped into a couple different things and then we came back to the original thought like no let's just do a podcast where we talk to each other so do all the things like follow subscribe share if you are loving this and you're like man i need these girls in my corner do yourself a favor book a strategy call you'll either get myself or corlin maybe the both of us who knows um And let's see how we can start helping you implement some of these strategies. We can start giving you some of the support. Um, And you guys know, we've been talking about our two programs in there, Designed to Scale, Money and Momentum. They both serve different people. So we are very sure that at any level of business that you are in, we can help you. (laughs) Literally, as long as that's a social-based business and you actually want to help people, you're not just a cash cow online, we can definitely support you and we'll pop all the links underneath the video and underneath the audio in the show notes for those of y'all listening on the podcast we're going to do something super super fun if y'all loved this episode or any of the episodes go ahead and leave us a honest review i mean i would love it if it was five stars but that's an authentic so just do what feels good to you And uh, tag us on Instagram. Let us know that you did. And we're going to give away a 30-minute one-on-one spot with us at the end of June. What? 30 minutes with us? What? That's game-changing, y'all. That's like a $1,000 value right there. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. Adios, amigos. Celebrate. Celebrate good times. Come on. Did it, did it.